0: It's your girl, Christina Savani, and this is Save, Save the Podcast, where we are changing the perspective on what it means to be saved, one episode at a time. What up, you guys? It's your girl, Christina Savani, and it is another week, so you already know that it's another episode of Save, Save the Podcast, where we are having the conversations that aren't normally had and we're talking about it we're talking about motives we're talking about relationship we're talking about therapy we're talking about love we're talking about it all here at save save and normally i start off with my nothing about nothing segment but before i jump into anything today it is announcement time all right guys So I know you guys have been trucking along with me through this season, and this season has been recordly longer than last season. We are on episode 15 right now of season two, which I think last season we did about 12 episodes. Um, So we are kind of pushing through, but all great things must come to an end. No, this is not the season finale, but we are getting close because your girl is tired and summer is approaching and I got some vacations coming up and trying to figure out how I'm about to navigate vacations and work and other social demands that I got going on while still bringing you guys great, relevant content. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> like I'm just going to be honest with you guys. So I'm going to take a month off to navigate that, which means at the end of April means the end of season two. That way in, in May, I can navigate it all and come back even stronger for you guys in June. So if you're listening to this, know that you're getting this episode and then you're getting two more, two more. So don't be coming on May, like the first Wednesday in May, like, Christina, um, wh- wh- where's the new episode? I'm telling you guys now, season finale, the end of April. We are not, we're not bringing this into May. We're starting a new season in June with a new set of topics. So I'm taking May off. I'm letting you guys know that now. So do not. Don't come in and say, say, DMs. Don't hit me up on Facebook. Don't see me in public. I'm taking May off to regroup. I'm going to spend some time with God. I'm going to take some well-needed vacations. I'm going to spend some time with some friends and some family so I can come back stronger for season three. All right, guys? sound good with y'all? I know it sounds good with y'all because y'all love me and y'all know that If I'm taking time off, I've already discussed it with God and me and him good. So which means me and y'all are good. Good? All right, good. Now, for my favorite segment, as I always say. So, at the beginning of every episode, I always start out with my nothing about nothing. This is a segment of my podcast where I literally ramble about any and everything. It's just kind of whatever is on my mind at the time whenever, whatever, just whatever is on my mind. And today, I want to give you guys a little insight on, like, the behind the scenes of Save Saved. So, like, I think about this every time I record because, um, a good friend of mine, um, you know, Camilla, uh, that was on my season finale of season one. Um, Every time I see her podcast, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would love to do a video podcast. It wouldn't work for me, guys. Um, Because Insight, I, like, re-record certain sections of my podcast over and over and over again. So, like, what y'all are hearing right now, I might have recorded this, like, four times. Not gonna lie. So for me to try to do like the video, I do too much editing. <laughs> like, I I edit to a fault. Like me and Audition are like really good friends at this point. For people who do not know what Audition is, it's um an Adobe um audio software. I go in there and like I take out the background noise and like I take out all my pauses, like if I if I pause for a little too long, or if I just want to cut out a segment altogether because I was just rambling a little bit too much and it was outside of nothing about nothing, I'll take it out. Y'all not going to get this live video. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, I I think about it, but I just, yeah. So, um, just a little background. I re-recorded my intro today three times. Yep. Three times. Um, the nothing about nothing, this is my third take. So, yeah. That's why for people who have asked why I don't do the video, that's why. Um, yeah, again, that's my nothing about nothing segment today. Literally has nothing to do with the context of what we're talking about, which is why it's in this segment and not actually a part of what we're talking about today. But there you have it guys. Nothing about nothing now let's get into the topic for today so if you've been following all season you know that we are talking about faith and what faith has to do with literally everything and how our faith coincides with how we function as christians in our daily lives like not just how we function as Christians, as Christians. And what I mean by that is like, not just how we function when we're in the church house, or when we're around other Christians, or when we're, you know, cultivating our relationship with God. But like, how we navigate our life in this world. Like, when we're at work, when we're around friends, when we're around coworkers, when we're at the grocery store, when we're interacting with strangers, when we're stuck in traffic. Like, that's when our faith really comes into play. Like, that's what the season is showing us, is how our faith works with everything. Not just when we're sitting down in our prayer closets, in our war rooms, crying out to God. Or when we're journaling, or when we're having our quiet time, or we're in our small groups, or we're praising and worshiping on Sunday morning. This season we're diving into what our faith looks like in everyday life. Because our faith has to do with everything. And today, I want to talk about faith and patience. Because, your girl struggles with that P word, bad. Like, I am probably one of the most impatient people. Like, patience just does not, it don't click with me a lot of times. Like, (laughs) do y'all remember that, I don't know if it was, like, life insurance or, like, auto insurance or some type of, like, money commercial or whatever. Where it's like, it's my money and I want it now. That's how I am about everything. Like, it's mine I want it now. Like if it belongs to me, if it's if it's supposed to be a part of my world, I'm like, give it to me now. So if you tell me that like you're gonna get me food, I expect it like now. Like don't tell me that you're gonna get me food tomorrow. Like tell me tomorrow that you're gonna get me food th- then. Like don't tell me today because I'm gonna be thinking about that food all day today. Like it, I I just I want it now. And I know I shouldn't be like that. And best believe, like, it is an area that God and I are working on daily. Like, I literally, when I feel like I'm getting a little too impatient about something, like, I'm falling on my face to him. Like, God, give me the patience to sustain this situation because I know how I am. But (laughs) it'd be a struggle sometimes because I'm like... I want it now and that's just me but thankfully I know that about me like it would be such a crime if I didn't know that about me and I just kept functioning that way and unfortunately there are so many people like that not just with patience but with everything in life like they just aren't aware Or they are aware and they're not trying to better themselves. Like, I know I'm impatient. So there are certain situations in my life that I know I can't get impatient about. So I literally turn them over to God. And I'm like, I can't even think about this. I can't have any control of this at all. Because if I have even the ounce of even thinking I have any control over it, I'm going to get impatient about it and I'm going to try to do it on my time. And as we all know, nothing is on our time. Everything is on God's time because he doesn't even work on our time. So like, if it's like, you know, when am I getting married? When am I going to get this job promotion? When am I going to buy a house? When am I going to, you know, do this or do that? And there's no set in stone to where I can like check off. The days on the calendar, y'all, thank God I'm not God (laughs) because that's when I go into serious prayer mode for myself. Not like praying to him like, God, make it happen, but praying to him that I don't get too anxious. Praying to him that I don't get too impatient. Like what we have to understand and not just with patience. patience or impatience but what we have to understand with our weaknesses is when you understand that that's a weakness of yours you understand that that's when you have to go to god like i understand that i want things immediately like i love instant gratification like i'm i'm being super candid with you guys right now and letting you guys know that i love instant gratification Like, I love to know, like, if I put in a day's work, I'm getting paid for a day's work. (laughs) Like, that is just the person that I am. But it's so good to know that because I know that about myself, and I know that that is a weakness that can hinder me in certain situations, that I can go to God and say, God, this is my weakness. This is where I'm lacking. But I know in my weakness, you are made strong. Now. If I was just to be like, I'm impatient, so I'm just going to be impatient. (laughs) Like, so give it to me because I want it now. Then that's where I'm out of line. That's where I'm just like, I'm just all the way wrong. And I need to be doing better with my life. So we have to learn, especially with patience. Because like, it doesn't say patience is a virtue for no reason. Like every time I think about patience. I think about two distinct stories in the Bible. One is Sarah and Abraham, and then the other is Saul. So with Sarah, (laughs) I always find that one funny because homegirl literally, like, instead of being patient and waiting on God because she thought what God told her was ridiculous, she went and basically, like, screwed up the whole timeline of what was supposed to happen. So, anybody that's not familiar with that story, I'm going to give it to you in a nutshell. So, basically, Angel came to Sarah and was like, you're going to have a baby. Sarah was like, nah, I'm old. But my handmaid not. So, she gave her handmaid to her husband, which, whoa, would never do that. Um, but anyway, gave her handmaid to her husband. Handmaid gets pregnant. But then, ooh, Sarah gets pregnant too. Just a little down the line. So, you're looking like, Sarah, you would have just been patient and listened to what God's already told you. You wouldn't even have the handmaid and the, you know, son over here that now you got to deal with. You wouldn't even have those problems. Then you got Saul over here who Samuel was like, wait till I get here before you do these burnt offerings." And Saul's like, I'm the big man on campus. I can do this myself. And lo and behold, does burk off in and is completely disobedient and loses everything. Like God is like, I would have set you and all your kids and your kids' kids and your kids kids and your kids kids. kids, kids. Obviously I'm paraphrasing right now, God guys. But would have set all y'all up forever. But you disobeyed me, so now you get nothing. Like, y'all that's what impatience gets y'all. So, I'm always reminded of those two stories because I'm like, I don't want to be in those predicaments. Like, I don't want to be sitting there stuck in my consequences because that's what you're left with, with impatience. You're left to deal with your own consequences. Like, you're not left with your, I mean, it could work out. Don't get me wrong. Like, what you do in your impatience could work out. Like, you you could get exactly what you wanted. And you could be completely satisfied. But it could have been so much better. Like, Saul did the burnt offering. His men were happy. You know, happy-go-lucky. But he could have had so much more. He could have had so much more. Like, Sarah gave her handmaid over to her husband and he got his son. But the firstborn could have been hers and her husband. And it would have lessened the drama. Like, now you, now he got a whole baby mama out here that he didn't have to have. Like, so when you rush into things, like, I did a, um, I did a sermon at the beginning of the pandemic last year, and it seems like such a long time ago, but I think it was May of last year um, called Don't Rush. And basically just talking about, you know, how things are supposed to be in God's time and we should stay in God's timing and like the beauty of being in God's timing when like we are in his timing, how things are just like perfection, basically. And we get the fullness of what he wants to give us. Like, we don't get, like, the half of it or, like, a pinch of it. Like, we get the full spectrum of what he wants to give us. So it's just, like, impatience is basically rushing. And it's literally, I have to remind myself about that because, y'all, if I'm going to be even more candid than I probably have already been in this podcast, I'm real impatient about a few things right now, and um, I know there's a few people listening who probably know what those things are, because I've been bugging them <laughs> about those things, and I have to, like, stop myself on most days, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I mean, stop. This isn't even where we at right now. This isn't even where I need to be right now. Like I need to handle X, Y, and Z before I even get what I want or what I think I want because I'm not even ready to handle what I think I want right now. And I know I'm not, but yet I'm being impatient about it. Like think about that. Like the things that you are so eager to have, so ready to own or gain or have ownership or possession of right now. Are you really ready to handle them? Like do you, do you have the capacity for them? Like whatever it is. Do you have the mental, emotional, physical, spiritual capacity to handle whatever you're rushing? Answer those things before you keep trying to rush that. Like, are you in a mentally healthy place? Like, have you been going to therapy? Have you been, you know, are your communication skills on point? Like, when's the last time you've had a good, healthy cry? Like, not, you know, just in a depressed ball, like you can't do anything, but like really express your like just mental state is just on point. And then are you emotionally capable of handling this? 'Cause a lot of things that you're rushing are gonna take you through some emotional journeys. Like, are your emotions intact? Or are you going to be in that depressed ball over in the corner, like, I can't take this? Like, is this going to stress you out? Is this going to have you crying and depressed and or is this gonna make you angry or angrier? Or is this gonna make you more jealous or this is going to make you more, you know, spiteful. Is this going to cause any negative emotions if you get what your of what you're asking for? Are you physically able to handle this? Because a lot of times it, what we're asking for, is going to take a toll on our body. Like we might be working more, longer hours. Like, have you been going to the gym? Have you been eating right? Have you been doing your skin regimens? Like, have you been drinking your water? Like, are you physically capable of putting your body through more stress or more turmoil or more of whatever you're asking for? Are you physically capable of taking on more? And then spiritually, like, Is the more that you're asking for, is it going to take you away from God? Is it going to have to have you navigate your life more to where you're going to have to restructure when and where you spend time with God? And can your spiritual life handle that right now? Or do you really need to be focused and honed in on God right now? Like, do you really need to, like, really hone in on that relationship and you don't need any other distractions? So, therefore, he's not giving you what you think that you want right now because he wants your attention on him. Like, ask yourself those four questions before you just say, I want it right now because I'm impatient and I just want it. Like, I take myself through those four steps. And 9 out of 10, I'll be like, nah, I, I really... Like, as much as I want it, I really don't. But, you know, sometimes I check off all those boxes. And I'm like, you know what? I could actually handle this. Like, physically, this would actually take some ease off of me. Mentally, it, I would actually be less stressed. Emotionally, I would be happier. Like, I I could see myself, like, crying happy tears, but not sad ones. Spiritually, it would give me more time to spend with God. Like, there are no, there are no cons with this. So I am ready. But I'm still ready when God tells me I'm ready. Not on my own time. So go through those steps with me. Like, go through, (laughs) go through the rough and ugly of being like, God, I really, really want this and I really want it now. Like, like, be raw with Him about your impatience, but then be honest with yourself on your capacity to handle what you really really want right now and be honest with yourself on if you're impatient or not because a lot of times if you're anything like me and you impatient you don't like other people to tell you that you're impatient (laughs) like I'm pretty sure that somebody's gonna listen to this and be like how time you admitted it because I do not like for somebody to be like, you are so impatient, even though I've known this about myself for years. Thankfully, I have God on my side to help me navigate my impatient moments. Um, cause it's just, it's just a weakness of mine that it, it's just one of my Achilles heels. Like I'm, I'm convinced that he, <laughs> he allows me to be impatient so that I can depend on him more. And I'm okay with that. Because every time I get impatient, I get on my knees and pray. So I guess it's just a nice balance, you know? (laughs) Um, But I'm okay to admit that I'm impatient. Like, I probably won't admit it to my close friends because they're going to be like, I told you so. But I'm okay to admit it to you guys. And I hope that everyone listening right now gets to a point to where they're okay to admit whatever it is. Like, if you are struggling with impatience like I am, be okay to admit it. Or if you feel like you can use a little bit more patience, which, let's be honest, all of us can. Like, all of us can use a little bit more patience. Because there's something that we are hoping for. And we've probably gone to God, like, Paul, like, we just keep praying about it, like, hoping that he either removes it, or he just grants it, like, we, like, we're either Paul, With that thorn in our side or we're Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane, like hoping he changes his mind or hoping he removes it. Like that's all of us at some point with something that we really desire. So that just shows that like our patience has to grow. And I think that's why patience is always going to be one of those fruits of the spirit that we just all have to work on. And I pray that everyone listening learns how to work on it. Like, let's, let's work on it together. Like drop in the comment sections on, you know, on Instagram, on Facebook. Like, let me know how you guys plan on working on your patients. Give me any pointers on how you have worked on your patients in the past because your girl could use them. And I would love to hear all of them, like, here for it. So let me know, (laughs) um... Cause patience is a virtue, guys. Like we we need to we need to eat this fruit of patience and be one with the, the fruit of patience. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. So while we're at it, and before I forget, because I completely forgot last week to give you guys this important, important, important update. So in terms of March Madness, which I know is April now, we're well into April, but I have to give you guys an update. In terms of March Madness, I did not win the battle, but I won the war, meaning that I do not owe two people food. <laughs> I only owe one person food, so I did not win March Madness overall, Um, but I came in second. So, um, out of, I think it was six of us that were playing, um, five or six of us that were playing, I was the only girl, which was pretty exciting, like I said. And I came in second, so that's pretty awesome. And I only owe one person food. So, I will be buying sushi this weekend for the person that I owe food. And then I get a free meal, so that's really exciting, because I came in second. Um, so yeah. But, before I go, y'all know the drill. Like, comment, subscribe, review, share, uh, follow us on Instagram at Save Save Podcast or my personal page, The Only Savani. Follow us on Facebook at Save Save Podcast and join the SaveSafe community. Bring more people in. Like, we are such a big crew and we want to just keep growing. And remember, two more episodes after this. Like, do not come for my neck when I announce that it's the season finale because you have been warned. All right, you guys. Love you. This has been another episode of Save Saints Podcast with your girl, Christina divine Peace.